Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's drastically changed my life. Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie. What up, homies? In this video, this live edition, we're doing the Q&A session with the Channel Junkies and myself, Jackson Wilkie, answering all questions concerned of YouTube for real estate agents, content marketing for real estate, video marketing for real estate agents. I don't care what your questions are. I can help you with your video marketing for real estate. This is the section where you guys can come in live and ask me any question that you have. I do this every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central. So 1 p.m. Central every single Wednesday is a live Q&A. And I don't care what step of the process you're at. If you've got questions, I know I can answer them. I got a bunch of you out in the audience already. If you would, go ahead, hit that like button, start commenting your questions, and we will get those answered. I did a little walk and talk podcast. I was doing some reflecting today. And man, do I feel like real estate agents are missing the mark so massively with their real estate marketing. I'm selling my house right now. Hey, there's my dog barking. And uh, selling my house, my personal house. And obviously I'm in the real estate industry, but I also don't sell a lot of homes. I don't go through the transaction process. I'm very good at bringing in the business, but closing it, I'm not. But I am selling my house right now and getting my ass kicked with so many different things. And there's not one agent out there talking about any of this crap. And that's where I get ticked off because you guys have all this incredible information on, you know, this current market and, uh, you know, appraisal gaps. And when the appraisal gap, appraisals come in super short because interest rates and appraisers are just being jackasses. And I just had a desktop, desktop appraisal. So they didn't even come into my house and it came way below value. And now, you know, it's just a mess. It's so crazy to me that you know real estate agents aren't talking about this kind of stuff with their clients because that would answer a lot of questions that I have and if I have it then that's what every real estate client has so instead of talking about you know your open house and shops and restaurants why don't we start telling the the clients out there who are scared to sell their house because they may be homeless how they can avoid that right so I already got a bunch of you out in the audience. I only have one like. If you guys would hit that like button that brings more people in and I don't care what your questions are stack me up with questions. I'll be here for as long as you need. We've already got quite a few of them coming in. So make sure, make sure that you guys ask me any question that you have and I will answer it. Michelle, excited to be here live. Well, what's your question, Michelle? We're excited to have you too. Okay, Jeff Bueller, for someone with a newer channel in the beginning, how important is it to research topics and the use of TubeBuddy versus simply creating content and following the blueprint that you have laid out? So that's a good question. Here's what I always say. Like I don't really leverage TubeBuddy too much anymore and it's not because it's not a tool that doesn't work. It's the greatest tool that's ever happened to YouTube and it is how I debunked every myth that all these digital marketers and all these real estate agents have about what videos to shoot. TubeBuddy 
you can get away now with like, yes, look at a lot of the titles that I shoot and kind of mimic those for your area. But you're going to understand that your area is different than mine. So you're going to have to, you know, experiment with other titles too to see what works best. But the recipes there. The thing about TubeBuddy is that it allows you to go out and build out your SEO descriptions, your tagging, all of the metadata so that you can optimally, you know, rank that video, optimize that video. And that's the big misunderstanding because sometimes, you know, we can do a video, it can take 30, 60, 90. I've even had a video take 182 days and then all of a sudden whoop, it ramped up and took off because all my metadata was there, all my SEO, it just needed its chance. And when it got it, it took off. So you don't absolutely need TubeBuddy, but I mean, for what, nine bucks a month or 15 bucks a month, it's going to save you a ton of time and energy because you get to build out those descriptions. Plus, you know, it auto populates tagging and stuff for you, but it's not crucial. And once, you know, I, I got to the point where I am, but I'm still on TubeBuddy all the time researching stuff like constantly because keywords change, you know, especially for this channel, for channel junkies, I am constantly on TubeBuddy trying to just kind of pinpoint some new like you know real estate marketing type keywords that people are searching more that don't have competition and I go right in and shoot those videos and I, I, I want to rank for them so if it were up to me I'd always be paying for TubeBuddy and I'm always messing around with it and especially to optimize my channel correctly I would be leveraging it pretty good I've only got two more questions in fact I only got one more so if that's all we have for today I will be done. So I will stay here as long as you guys need. I got a ton of you out in the audience. I don't care what your question is. I don't care how new you are. I don't care how advanced you are. You've got questions and they're all things that I struggled with that I figured out and I can explain it to you in depth. So living in Louisville. Hey Jackson, you are amazing and uh, talk about you to everyone. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you for telling other agents about that. I will take a second to... Um, just tell you all about, if you haven't yet, go to your podcast right now, wherever you get your podcast and type in Channel Junkies. Um, I'm doing daily walk and talks there where I talk about the psychology behind video. The downloads have 10x, literally 10 to 15 times higher than, I have 100 plus episodes on there and I'm getting 15 times more downloads per month on these walk and talks. So people are loving them, all free content. So you guys make sure you go check out the podcast as well. Life in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Thanks for all the content, sir. Do you find yourself shooting more video content in your studio and just using B-roll for area shots? My first video took a few days to film and I wanna speed that up. So this is a question that has quite a few different variables to it. First of all, good job on shooting your first video. That's where 99% of these agents get held up. So you're ahead of the curve there. When I first started shooting these videos, it would take me a couple days to do it. It's just the natural progression. You know, you're gonna start learning how how to quickly get in and out of areas, how you only need a little bit of B-roll, how shit, I shot 80 clips for this vlog and I really only needed about 25. So in time, you're gonna start getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And then if you're editing yourself, you know, when I used to edit, it would I would spend all day editing these things. And then by the end of it, I got so good so quick. I had so many different templates that I could just drag in real quick. You know, I could bang out a, a big vlog in, you know, two hours. So it, it will speed up with repetition. But as for, do you find yourself shooting more content? My recipe was I'm going to go do all the vlogs first and get all of the B-roll that I'll ever need and hit all these cities. And then from there, yes, I basically just shoot every video in my studio from there. So I have about, you know, 15 to 20 vlogs out there. I've got all the B-roll I'll ever need. And then I can come in my studio and, and talk and do these videos and my editor can drop that B-roll in whenever I'm talking about it. 
And some people go, well, Jackson, you know, you only shot that one B-roll. Like people are going to get tired of that. It's not true. What we don't realize is we think we're so special that everybody is watching us the rest of our life. So I've been shooting videos, you know, for three years now. And there's people who just today, five minutes ago, typed in something about one of these cities that I'm in, found one of my videos and is watching it for the first time. And they're like, holy shit, this is exactly what I needed in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. People do that. Then they watch all of our videos. They end up reaching out. We help them, whatever. And then three months goes by and, and they're kind of just done with the content. Like they've moved, they bought the house and, and they naturally fall off. You do this with YouTubers and Instagram accounts and everything too, where you get really, really excited. It's like when you first see Gary V stuff and you're like, oh my God, Gary V, Gary V, Gary V, Gary V. And then after um, two, three months, you're kind of like, yeah, I've kind of heard the same thing every day. And you, you just naturally drop off Gary V stuff, right? It was the most impactful thing you needed at that point. And then once you kind of get the value out of it, you drop off. And people go, well, Gary V just kind of copies everything he does. He just repeats himself. Yes, because he's getting millions of new eyeballs every day. And when you first saw him, it was the most life-changing thing ever. And then as soon as you were done with it, you kind of dropped off. You're kind of like, well, you know, I'm done with that. There's somebody who is exactly where you were three months ago, right? So with these YouTube videos, once I get that B-roll, I'm good. And, and I use the same stuff forever. I still got a bunch in the audience and I got one more question. So if that's it, we will hop off. I do want to answer your question. My favorite thing about this stuff, guys, is answering questions. I can talk all day and I've got 500 videos of me talking. So this is the time for you to ask questions. I know some of you like to just sit back and listen, but really start provoking me with questions because I can give you that in-depth. I'm not just giving you ABC answers. As you can hear, it's all pain of me, you know, figuring this stuff out and I can answer it. So all right, okay, I just finished my most recent video. It took me about two days to upload to Google Drive from my iPhone 11. Seriously, two days, weird. Should I break the video into five minutes? Last video was 12 minutes. Absolutely not, and if it's taking you that long to upload to Google Drive, you've got a shitty laptop, shitty internet connection, and I had that too. Everything that I've learned and I teach you guys is because I went through it too. Here, let me walk you through the natural progression. If we have really old computers and laptops or you know iPads or whatever, and they just are slow, it's gonna take forever to upload, okay? You can speed up the, the internet, all that, but if you don't have fast internet either, it takes a while. Early on, I had all those giant clips. And, and so I'm gonna ask you a question about splitting the videos up. No, don't do that. 12 minutes to me is a short video already. So if you split that in half, you have a six minute video, your average view durations are going to be shit and, and your, your channel is really not going to grow. So you need those good long videos. You know, Google Drive was something that used to take me a f hours and hours and hours to upload all my clips and my footage. So what I did, if you have if you have MacBook, then you can use a program called Handbrake. So Handbrake. And you can actually shrink all of your footage and that way you can upload it. Just It uploads so freaking fast. The problem with shooting with GoPros and cameras is a lot of times, you know, that footage is massive, right? Eight gigabytes, 16 gig, and it does. It takes a long time, and it also really hard to edit. That's why I never shoot in 4K or anything like that. First of all, you don't need it, and YouTube compresses your videos down to 720. But second of all, it was taking me so long to upload. So you got to probably get, you know, a nicer computer, and you also can, you know, go in and look at how to shrink videos. I have videos on this channel teaching you how to shrink video footage, and that may help you too. I like to shoot a lot of videos through my computer using Ecamm or Zoom or Loom. 
That way I can shoot 15, 20, 30 minute videos and they're only a couple hundred megabytes and they upload just like that. But Ryan Strong just joined us at the Channel Junkies and he had this like 2012 MacBook and it was always crashing. So we bought him the brand new MacBook and he's uploading stuff in minutes, which used to take him all day. So it is a lot of it's technology, but you can shrink video files as well. And then to just really go in on the end of what you said, last video was 12 minutes. Should I break videos? Don't break videos up. Do not. I'm having in-depth coaching calls with our EXP partners. And what do I look at? Traffic source. What do I look at? Average view durations, click-through rates. And if they're low, I can tell you right away, hey, you just got to get better. You need longer videos. That's how we start getting more suggested and we get more, you know, browse feature views. So that's what you have to know is, is we don't ever want to cut videos down. I'd rather see a, a longer video out there to get those average view durations up. Danny, and I saw a bunch of questions pop up, but keep on putting the questions up. I'll stay here as long as you need. And real quick, now that I got a ton of you in the audience, if you would hit that like button, brings in more agents. Secondly, go to your podcast, search channel junkies. You will see every day I'm doing walk and talk podcasts. I'm getting 15 times more downloads per month on those than anything I've done before. So people are loving it. It's the psychology behind everything that we've created so that it can really give you the value. So go check out our podcast channel junkies, YouTube for real estate. Is there a strategy that you employ when you are creating videos? I'm having trouble trying to think of exactly what to cover next in my area. So this really happens a lot when we over we overthink things, and especially if we're born and raised in an area, we don't know what to say. I don't struggle with it anymore. I did at the beginning, right? I didn't know what to say. Once I really realized that I was new to Portland and, I, and, and everything that I was experiencing every day was different from where I was at, I started talking about that and telling stories. That's when I could infill these videos. Uh, infill the videos with the knowledge, the information comes with repetition. You gotta shoot a lot of videos. The first ones suck and then you get better and better and better and, and you start getting a lot of comments and reach outs of what people like and you can double down on that. But I also understand that I have a God-given ability to turn on a camera and just talk for 20, 30 minutes, right? It's something that I've been able to do, but I've done more reps than any human period when it comes to real estate YouTube videos, but I do have a knack for it. If you are interested and I ain't selling anything, but Ryan Strong joined us at the Channel Junkies and he told me one day he has a very successful YouTube channel living in Hawaii and he goes, Jackson, and he's a go-getter, like mega go-getter. And he goes, dude, I don't know how you do it. Just a video title and rip. It's like, I just can't even comprehend how you do that. But I know that me and everybody else struggles with what to say. So he built out what he calls the playbook and he breaks a video title. He gets the video title and he breaks it into like 10 segments. And he just tries to fill in each segment with just one to one and a half minutes of, of topic. And then he shoots each segment, all 10, just, you know, takes time. The first segment's this second. And that way he has 10 to 12 minutes of material with calls to action and everything in there. You know, he gets his 15 minute videos. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. That's like exactly what my agents need. Cause I've always been able to, Hey, here's the titles. Here's what works. And they're like, well, what do I say? So if you are interested in that, that playbook, we have a scale plus model that teaches you how to fill in your videos. Just go to channeljunkies.com or shoot me an email, uh, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about that. But this is something, Danny, that you've got to start getting better at storytelling, right? And I like doing map videos. I created the map video years ago because people were asking about like showing areas and stuff. So I started doing that. And I can walk people through areas now just telling stories. Just the other day I was here. My kids and I like going there. My, you know, my wife and I. 
And by incorporating these stories, it makes people listen longer, gets those average view durations up, and then I'm not scripting. The, the problem you're probably having right now is you're trying to like script something out with a bunch of data and statistics, and you're trying to memorize it, and it becomes very difficult. And it's really unauthentic. And when we do that, we're really hard on ourselves. So if we mess up a number, mess up a word out of our script, then we feel like we need to reshoot the entire video. I can't see you personally, but you're probably like, yep, that's exactly what's wrong with me. So it, it comes with reps. Like I said, I leave a lot of mess ups in my videos now. Sometimes if I can't think of words, that used to drive me crazy. And I thought everybody was gonna judge me. Now I go, damn it. What was I trying to think about? If you know what word I'm thinking about, comment down below. Like I'll keep that in there and I'll just move on. Because the more natural we are, the more, you know, people that we attract. It's it's crazy. So what I like to do is just really talk about areas and, and tell people what I like and don't like about them and where it is in location and, and where's the Costco's, where's the schools, where's the, you know, back roads, that kind of stuff. And you can walk these people through these stories and tell them. So there's a lot to it, but repetition is definitely key. Hey, Chris Igo, my dog, how does one maximize odds of being suggested by the algorithm versus keywords? There you go. That's a good one. If you guys haven't checked out his channel, he's killing it. My boy, Igo. Okay, Chris, here's the recipe, man. You've been doing this a long time, and you know the one thing that I always talk about, average view durations. If your suggested and browse traffic is low, okay, so when I'm looking at people's channels, I can instantly tell why their channel is not growing. And if their search traffic is, you know, above 28 to 30%, if it's above that, that means that you're not shooting long enough videos. You know, you're sharing your videos on social media and you have lower average view durations. You know, if your search traffic average view duration is two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, you're super low, okay? YouTube isn't gonna recommend this. I know my numbers so well now that I'm trying to get my search traffic video average view duration to six to seven minutes. That is when my search traffic, and I know this is a bunch of numbers and shit, but I know my numbers. If you wanna get suggested and recommended more, you have to have longer average view durations, okay? That's when YouTube goes, okay, this video not only is about these keywords, but it's so long it's keeping people's attention that we're gonna start recommending it out everywhere. That's when you're recommended and your browse will flip-flop search. So on some of my better channels, I have either browser suggested as my number one traffic source. So I have really long average view durations, 10, 12, you know, 13 minute average view duration on suggested videos. I have 19 to 21 minute average view durations on individual videos. So if you really wanna start getting suggested more, you've got to shoot longer videos and a long video isn't just the recipe. You have to have a long video that keeps people's attention. So. Some of my map videos, I have average view durations of 19 to 20 minutes. So people on average are only watching 36, 38% of that video, and yet that's 19 minutes long. So it's a 40 something minute video. They're watching only 36%, but that's 19 minutes. That brings up all my average view durations. YouTube goes, blow this video up, man. We can feed advertisements to these people. And that's when you see these big flops. Now, sometimes you just get a video that's 10 minutes long and it goes viral or something and it catches the algorithm and it just takes off and carries your channel. Again, it has to it has to happen organically. You can't put a budget behind it. You know, if we're putting attaching budgets to videos or sharing our videos, that's when we see all of our average view durations go down. So we may get this massive influx of like traffic and views, 
but your your numbers and your data and your statistics are really going to get hit hard and it's not going to recommend your videos out because your average view duration now is like you know a minute long or two minutes long so really when we're talking about maximizing you know suggested traffic which is the name of the game that's truly from long organic videos so it's time to uptick the uh the the length of the videos hopefully that makes sense want to take a second guys if you guys don't know who i am i'm jackson wilkie with the channel junkies i have 13 channels across the country we've sold over 300 homes from those 174 homes last year alone pretty freaking cool um, the best news is i've been documenting it and teaching it for free for over three years so 500 plus videos. I give everything away for free. So if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe and click the bell. I have a podcast where I talk every single day. Um, you can listen to that too, free. And we have everything free, you know, trainings and and, and all of the courses and all of our um, help that we have, channeljunkies.com. Plus I'm writing blogs there. So go check out channeljunkies.com website. Do you think that you will grow way faster if you do two videos a week rather than one video a week? Yay. Okay, so when I was getting into this, general answers led me into the directions that didn't work, okay? It was told, oh, you should be doing videos every single day. I don't care what it is, just feed, 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 feed. So what that tells me is, okay, I just need more videos. That's the, the success, right? If I just do more videos, then YouTube's gonna benefit me. But what did I just rant on for five minutes? Average view durations. And the problem with multiple videos a week is that we do less work. We, we do shorter videos. We just force the videos out. So yes, if you do two videos a week, you're probably going to grow substantially quicker than one video a week. But if you do one video a week, that's just absolutely badass. It's 15 to 25 minutes long. It has incredible average view durations. You do two videos a week that are all five, seven minutes long. They have really low average view durations. They're not interesting that channel that does the one video a week is going to kick your ass up and down the street, right? It's all about those average view durations. So if you're going to do two videos a week, they still got to be good. So what happened was I had living in Portland. Then I went up to Seattle and created my second channel. This is years ago, living in Seattle. And I also had this channel. And I told Jesse, I'm going to do a video every other day. Everybody says more videos, more videos, more videos. He goes, are you sure you can handle that? I'm like, shit, yeah. So what that meant was a video every other day for all three channels. So some weeks, that's four videos a week per channel. Do the math. That's 12 videos a week shot and edited. I did that for almost three months. It drove me into a mad spiraling depression. I was forcing videos out and every single channel, guess what it did? Nosedived, fell straight into the freaking ground. Every analytic was ruined. Every average view duration, you know, some of those haven't even recovered. So I tried to get more videos out there. What it did is made me do shittier videos where I had no energy and I was just forcing stuff out there and they were shorter and it hurt my channel. So that's when I pulled back. I basically do one to two. You know, if I was if I had one channel to do, I would probably be doing three videos a week that were just killer. One big old vlog and two like mega ex, you know ex, explanation videos that are all 15 20 minutes long if I wanted to go just crazy crazy growing one channel, right? I have so many. I do one a week for those. And for this channel, I do two videos a week plus a live every week. So you just got to be cautious of up in the game and doing an extra video a week. It still needs to be really good. Luca says on your end screen, how many seconds from the end is the best? 25 or 15? 
end screens aren't a huge thing. My clicks for end screens are like in the fractions of percent, but I do get views from them. Uh, I think I typically do. In fact, I don't even know. My VAs have been editing my videos for so many years now. I don't know, but I think uh, 15 seconds is really it because I don't have long endings. I usually am like value, 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 and then boom, call to action. And I want people to call me. And then, you know, I hit them with an end screen for like 10, 12, 15 seconds, something like that. But I mean, if you do a 25 second end screen, nobody's sitting there, you know? So just something quick and easy. How do you find agents to work with you in markets? Okay, let me reread that. How do you find agents to work with in markets you're new to? Do you advertise? Does 40-60 split with me getting 40 seem fair for me shooting all the videos? So this is, you know, we have so many agents partnering with us at eXp and everybody thinks eXp is this money grab and it's a pyramid scheme. And well, some agents are just shitheads and they are just recruiting, but we actually provide a lot of value. That's why we've had over 500 agents around the world join us. These are the exact same things that we're doing. In fact, I had a call today with one of our eXp partners. He's launching his third channel. He has a goal of eight. Eight channels across country. Well, who in the world knows how to do that? Me. I'm the only human who's ever done it. So we mapped out all his videos. He went and flew in, shot a bunch of videos. I, when he was there, I, I walked him through what to say, what to do, how to organize clips. And today we were mapping out the next one. So, you know, when, when it talks about, you know, partnering with people, I hear it all the time. In fact, I've had a lot of agents come through my training and then they're like, well, I'm going to start one in a new market and just split it. The thing about it is you have to realize if you just do a couple videos for people and then make them do the videos or just train them up on the videos in the YouTube channel, they're going to get good at it, learn how to do it. They're going to be doing all the work. And it's like you teaching somebody how to cold call, right? Once they get really good, they're like, well, why am I giving you 75% of my deal when I'm doing all the cold calling, I'm closing the deals. You're not calling these people and me closing them, right? So like you said there, if you do all the videos, that's when you get your value. I do it 50, 50. Now, when I come to a market, people already know who I am and, and it's pretty, it's not an easy sell because I don't have to sell anything. They're begging me to do it. Um, so if you can show results of how to do it and then yeah, you partner with somebody say, look, I'm gonna shoulder every ounce of this weight of the videos. I just need you closing deals. We're gonna split everything 50-50. Whatever you get outside of YouTube is 100% yours. I only wanna split the YouTube deals. Shit yeah. Um, there's a lot more that goes into this and scaling it and, and you know following up on the leads and contracts. That's what we help our eXp partners with. So if you are interested in, in any of you and you get my, this is the only place I coach is, is through my eXp partners. I want them to 10X their business. So shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about the partnership. You'll get my courses for free, all of my coaching, no cost. I don't take any money from you. I literally want you to 10X your business. And then anybody who partners with you, they get me too. So that's the cool thing. On the end screen, is it best that YouTube choose best video, choose video, or use last film? Sorry, my back's killing me. I'm going to stand up. Okay, so what he's asking is, um, hold on, let me let me stand up here. Actually, I can't do that. My camera ain't on the screen, huh? Damn it. Okay, so for an end screen, this is actually a pretty good question. Again, I don't get many clicks from the end screens, but again, we think we're so smart that will put a video that, oh, I'm going to put this video. This is what everybody's going to click on. And if you look at like my end screen elements, 99% of the clicks come from best video for viewer. YouTube's algorithms are so smart. That's why if you do YouTube correctly and organically, your organic views should be anywhere from 60 to 80% longer, uh, your suggested views, than, than people finding you in search. Because YouTube knows who will watch your videos. 
So I always just have them pick best video for, video for viewer because it tracks that person and it grabs a video that, that relates to them. So, yep, that's that's what I do. I had a video performing badly, average view duration down, click-through rate really low, so I changed the thumbnail. I get the CTR going up, but I also saw the view duration go up. Have you seen this happen before? Yes, because you're getting more people to it. YouTube is a crazy, crazy, crazy game. There's so many things, and sometimes it's not even changing the thumbnail. You have to realize that the title sometimes can get way more clicks, right? It's a combination of both. Usually the thumbnail has a bigger advantage, but if you've noticed a lot of the titles that I've shot in the past that people use, they have crazy things in them, like living in the Woodlands, Texas, everything you need to know. I split test that, right? I know now that when I put everything you need to know, psych psychologically people have to click on that. It, it forces them to click on it because what, everything I need to know? I split test it against you know multiple titles. Yes, what, what you're doing is basically you had a, a crappy thumbnail and maybe the title wasn't working good and not many people were watching it. So when you got more clicks, YouTube collected more data, probably suggested your videos out to people who actually would want the content and it can bring everything up. Increasing click-through rates are, are huge. You know, If it's a poor performing video, it, it, you know, you may never get those average view durations up and it may never go, but if it is a positive video, this is also, someone asked me about TubeBuddy earlier. If you pay for the highest edition, you can go into the website tools, you can go into Click Magnet, and you can see your biggest opportunities on your YouTube channel. What it does is it pulls all the data statistics from your YouTube channel, and it looks at the most impressions, uh, the videos that are getting put out there the most because they're performing so well and that have the lowest click-through rates. And so you can go in there and tweak those, those thumbnails and increase those. Those are your biggest YouTube opportunities. That's the stuff that I like to do in split test to get the best out of it. So absolutely, I see that. Great questions. You guys load me up with questions. I got 15 of you in the audience. Let's get some more likes going. Uh, if you don't know who I am, Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies, 13 channels across the country, over 300 homes sold. I give it all away for free, always have, so make sure you subscribe and check me out on any podcast platform that you're on. Just search Channel Junkies in your podcast. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss the walk and talks. Igo says, search traffic is 34, browse and YouTube search is 33, suggested is 14. So what you have is search traffic at 34, browse is 33, suggested 14. Yeah, so... Right now, just looking at it, I don't know what your average view durations are, but with YouTube search at 34%, that means that your average view durations are probably around four to five minutes on search. Those are low. I like to get mine to six to seven minute mark. That gets my search traffic percentage down to about 23, 24%. And then that's kind of when my brows and my suggested start shooting up. So can't even believe I know these fucking numbers like that, but that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for. But those are great numbers. The other day, Chris, I, I was coaching somebody up and her search traffic with, you know, almost a year and a half of content and, and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of videos, her search traffic was at like 81%. I open it up and I'm like, look at that. That's your problem. Average view and, and her average view durations were like, you know, two minutes long. So, you know, I can now tell by how long average view durations are on search, basically how much percent your channel is traffic coming from search. Crazy. That's what I would say. Longer videos, dude. Thanks for answering. Hell yeah. You got to reach out to me, man. I haven't talked to you in a while. What's a good percentage for YouTube recommending your video? Well, like I just mentioned there, I I like to try and get, you know, 
And, and so recommended means two different things, right? Suggested traffic means they suggest your videos, you know, after videos or whatever. And then there's browse. Browse is where I get a lot of my traffic from. Um, sometimes, you know, my best channels, that's, you know, 25%. If I can get that up to, you know, 25, it's good numbers. And it, it means a successful channel, you know. But when I look, like, check this out. If I'm lo- And you guys listening to this on the podcast don't get it. But when I go to my home, if I just go to YouTube right here, like every morning I'm on YouTube, right? Because I have all these channels to manage. I come here and you got shit like NBA stuff. You got chicks with big old hooters. You got, you know, you know, obviously the shootings and stuff that happen, unfortunately. But I love golf. I love NBA. Um, I love guns. It, it's just, I, I, I sit there and I, I end up watching these videos all the time. I go to YouTube and I see some kind of like, uh, you know, clickbait NBA LeBron title. And I'm like, oh, I got to watch that. And I will watch it. So that is why that traffic is longer because I went to YouTube to go work on something. And this crazy title and thumbnail caught me. And I will watch that video because I, I have to. Because of that thumbnail right there, I, I recognize Pat Beverly. I see LeBron James on there. And I'm like, what the hell did Pat Bev say about LeBron? Okay. I know maybe you know nothing about NBA, but in my mind, I love LeBron James, and when Pat Bev says something, he's always controversial. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm watching that. I don't care how long it is, what it is. And so browse features, they're super, super powerful, you know, to, to what, you know, you're watching. I'm, I'm rebuilding a van, so I got this this van video right here, you know, because I got a Ford Transit. So look, I'm getting hit with Ford Transit videos, you know, and I have to watch it. So that's just what you guys have to understand there is, I, I, and this is the psychology, this is what I talk about in my walk and talk podcast. This is where you should be getting all that information. Uh, I'm not somebody who just makes this stuff up. It's all psychology based and, and split test and analytics, right? So Michelle says, also, do you suggest voiceovers if we want to add story we forgot to talk about in the video? So you can do minor voiceovers, but the problem with a voiceover, and if it's just going to be long, drawn out content and voiceover, there's no human connection. You're never going to get business from it. I always give the example, you know, that like National Geographic, the the earth, and it's like the most killer documentaries. And that dude has the best British accent voice ever. I couldn't pick him out of a one person lineup. I don't know who he is. I have no connection to him. So we really need to avoid doing a lot of, um, you know, voiceover stuff. A lot of it has to do with our human connection. But yes, B-roll is a very integral part of, you know, average view durations and keeping people's attention. So yeah, if you forget something, you can do a voiceover or just shoot a quick clip on your iPhone or something and throw that in there and make fun of yourself. Hey, I totally forgot to say something, so I'm throwing this video in really quick. Yeah, I know it's awkward and I'm on my cell phone, but hey, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, throw it in. People would love that. And also, every time you shoot a video, you're going to act like you forgot something. I got to the point where I say, I don't even care anymore. Just freaking, I'm throwing it up anyways, you know? Plus, speaking of all the analytics, Doing all these shorts are going to crush your analytics too. Shorts plus ads, yeah. YouTube shorts are the worst thing you can do for your channels, guys. They're just, it, it's all, if you're hearing me and, and I show you growth and I know my numbers that well, then what do you think doing a bunch of 59, 45 second videos is gonna do to my average durations? It's gonna crush my analytics and it's gonna kill me. So do not be doing shorts. How many cards should you have on your video? I don't do any cards. Again, people are not clicking on cards and end screens that often, so I put no effort into them, and I don't want people leaving my videos. So if I put a card, it's going to be at the very end. I don't even do that. I want them watching these videos in length, 
And that has been the recipe for getting, you know, most of this traffic. So a lot of cards and end screens, I don't mess. I, I do end screens for every video and definitely get some clicks from it. But I'm more after building these good long videos and getting crazy good average view durations. So I think cards are more for like business. Like, yeah, if you want to buy what I'm talking about, here's the card to buy it, you know, but if you're doing that, obviously if they're clicking off and watching another video, that's great. You could, you could do that at the end of your video, but I don't leverage any cards. And I haven't, I don't know if I've ever clicked on a card on a YouTube video either. Oh, there you go. Or no cards. I've noticed on my 35 videos, no one has ever clicked on my cards above. Exactly. I put no effort into that crap and you'll, you'll hear people sell you on it. You got to have your cards and do this and that. I don't get anything from it. So any benchmarks I should look for when I upload my first video to see if I'm doing right. That's really hard. When I launched a new channel, Obviously I watched every ounce of it, but my, I've split tested so many thumbnails that sometimes I was getting 36% click through rates on my, now that was only out of 15 views, but that means that like, you know, five out of 15, right? Six out of six, six out of 15 were clicking on it. That told me, okay, my thumbnail, my title spot on, that's going to just start plummeting. It's going to get down to like six, 7%, you know? With a really established channel, you know, if I can get a six, six something percent click through rate, it's, it's going to crush. You can't tell much from the first video, but I would at least have that. If your click-through rate's not 10, 12, 15%, then your thumb, something's wrong. For people who have not subscribed yet, should you have a bio video short on your YouTube channel trailer? So I do not like anything short. And at the beginning it was told, yeah, you got to talk about yourself and have a bio. I don't give a damn. Like people don't care about me. They care about the city. And when I started learning YouTube from not real estate agents, from top YouTubers, I noticed something. All of their channels, when I would go to it to, to learn more, just like our viewers do, a video would start playing in the background, right? Because I hadn't subscribed yet. And it would capture my attention. Hey, you're thinking about growing your YouTube channel. Here's the five biggest mistakes I've seen you. And I'm like, what did he just say? And then I scroll and I start watching that video. And I watch that whole entire video. So I'm like, huh. That's what they're doing. So I usually take my best performing video and I slap that. Hey, you're thinking of moving to Houston? Well, there's 10 reasons you're going to hate living here. So stay tuned. So it's playing in the background and they're like, what the hell was that? I got to I gotta watch that video. So I don't do any short videos and I don't do any bio videos. I'm just all value-based. Great Branson Holmes says, can you break down the process of sending your videos to the editor? My process is pretty easy. I'm at the point now where I block about two hours on Monday and I shoot all the videos that I need to. I leverage this program called Ecamm. Makes it very easy for me. All I got to do is uh, it saves to my computer. And since I'm recording it through my computer, it's a tiny little file. I drag all those up into Google Drive and that's all I have to do. So I'm kind of a bad example now because... Um, I have so many VAs and virtual assistants that take those videos, then they get them to the editors. And when the editor's done, other VAs take them, they upload them to the proper channels. They do all the titles, tags, descriptions, all that. If that stresses you out, we have systems, we have process, we have do it for you services where you just got to shoot the video. We teach you how to label your clips. We'll edit, we'll upload, we'll do everything for you. Just check everything out. And if you ever want any resources, free downloadable, you know, books and, and trainings, go to channeljunkies.com. That's our website. And you can see everything that we have there. But if I was just doing a video a week, my process would be, you know, shooting the video. And if there was some B-roll that needed to be in there, if there was some special edits or information, I usually hit the record button and then I go, I'll wave my hands and go, hey, editor, 
make sure that you erase this, but I'm going to explain, you know, what I'm thinking about in this video. I'm going to be talking about such and such area. So make sure that you put maps up every time I talk about this area, area with arrows pointing to it. Um, I'm going to upload some, some, I went out and got a bunch of B roll of Johnson park, of Johnson Square, of all downtown, the shops, restaurants, bars, and all those clips are labeled. So when I mention those, just make sure you're taking the the B-roll and putting it in there too. So I'm constant. I'll talk through the camera right to my editor and tell him what I'm expecting. Hey, there's going to be a folder with a bunch of B-roll, whatever it is, and then I shoot my video. Right? They'll edit that part out. They'll know what to do. But you got to do a lot of work for your editor. You got to make sure that you you know you set them up for success, give them all the information they need. Don't just shoot a video and expect everything to happen, especially if they don't live in your area. I see that some agents have their phone number and email on the bottom of their video, the whole video. Is that too pushy or irritating? What's your opinion? Yes, it is. I think it's super annoying and I think your average view durations would plummet. Just follow our exact script, exactly how we do it. That's what works. Trust me on that. Um, and when people want to get a hold of you, they will get a hold of you any way that they possibly can. So I just follow kind of our recipe. Appreciate the time and the info. Hell yeah. And I just want to mention it, a bunch of you in the audience, if you are ever interested, you've probably heard us talk about our partnership program. I'm not taking any of your money, no no splits. It doesn't cost you anything. I'm going to personally coach you up, train you up, give you my co coaching courses, everything for free because I want you to 10X your business. We can help you scale, grow, get out of production, whatever that your goal is, we can help with. Shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about that partnership. See how we can take your business to the next level. I know you've talked about it before, but you have mentioned that you set up a Zoom call with the lead and a lender. Have you ever had issues with the lead not wanting to use that lender? Of course. Not because the lender itself, but hey, I've already pre-approved or hey, I'm cash or whatever. The thing about our lender is he comes right out and says, hey, I'm part of this team. And I'm only here for questions. I don't care if you have a relationship with another lender. That doesn't matter to me. I am here because this is, uh, you know, I work for this team and a lot of questions come up monetarily. So he puts that out there right away. And then the more that they talk and talk, 90% of their questions usually are money related and budget. And he just simply answers questions. And he says, I'm available nights and weekends when your big box brand may not be or out of state lenders aren't getting accepted right now. So they finally just go, Oh my God, yes, please. We want to work with you. So he ends up closing 95% of those people and 100% of his business now is just from our YouTube deals. So the 12 minute video was on my iPhone 11 uploaded straight from phone to Google drive in my phone. I could add memory, clean out content. What would you do? Get a GoPro. You still recommend the eight? Yeah. I hate shooting videos with my cell phone. I know some people can, but I always forget to turn off the notifications. I, I forget to turn it on airplane mode. If somebody calls, it shuts the video off. If I hear a ding, I forget what I'm saying. And the problem I always had was, it always was so hard to get all my content from my phone over to my computer. And that hogged up all my, my space in my phone too. So yes, I think, you know, you can easily just record on Zoom. You know, I mean, you can, you can get a, a I have a this little webcam right here. It's called a Logitech. It's a 1080 camera on Amazon. I think it's 60 bucks. This thing shoots killer video. Most cameras shoot incredible video if you have the proper lighting, right? So I have like really good lighting right here. The rest of the room is really dark. I could use this camera and have killer content. And then all I would do is just use Zoom and you get that perfect 1080 frame and you have that Logitech camera. 
And then all your your videos are on the computer. They're really small. Zoom records video files in, in really small, so they're only a couple hundred megabytes. And I would shoot all my videos like that, like if you're really trying to make it easy. If you go with GoPros and cameras, you have to realize that you know, you're going to be working with a chip. You're still going to have massive files, and you got to shrink them. Not too hard, but it does add some steps. What I use right here is a Canon camera, and I turned it into a web camera. So I can do Zoom calls. I can do anything with this camera. I'm not using uh, the actual card. It's just recording all through this program right here. So this live right now has been going for 46 minutes and 48 seconds. It's probably going to go for an, over an hour. I will be able to upload this to Google Drive in probably six, seven minutes because of this program and recording through my camera. So that's why I love doing it. But if I was going GoPro, yes, I still recommend the 8. I, I wouldn't even get the 9 or the 10. I see Channel Junkies does have your personal name on your title. Should we take our personal name off and just leave living in Las Vegas real estate? You can. I like to have living in. I created living in channels. So if you see those across the country, that came from, from me. And it was because I realized that the channel was not about Jackson Wilkie. People wanted to know about Portland, Oregon. So... Then I realized the SEO aspect of living in Portland, Oregon gets searched so much, maybe my channel will rake and, and it worked. So yeah, if you wanna do, you know, like right now, Luca Fabian Bart Bartolini, that's really hard, right? To even say, let alone, I'm not gonna search that. And when I see a channel that's named that, but it's about Vegas, I'm just kinda like, eh, you know, it, the, the psychology behind it isn't really there. So yeah, you could use your name, but I would definitely have something about Vegas in it. Jason Clark, who moderates your YouTube comments? Tell me it's not you, Jackson. I gave you love, but mentioning mentioned leaving EXP and got the boot. Yeah, definitely not me. My, my bad, homie. And I don't know if you got the boot. I, I have no idea about that. I, I have so many channels and I have thousands of comments every day. I don't even know who monitors anything. I don't think I have anybody monitoring comments, really. Sorry you left EXP, dog. Some people do. It ain't for everybody. That's all right. We'll move on. Does moving to Las Vegas, okay, does moving to Las Vegas title hurt possible listings in the future? Is it better? It ain't gonna hurt anything. You know, a lot of our channels are about, you know, a lot of our channels are more about like, you know, the relocation process again, cause it's just my, my, uh, my why, but um, it ain't gonna hurt anything. We get listings from our channels living in. I mean, no, it ain't gonna hurt. I'll just, nope, you'll be fine. Thank you for your knowledge. I've been watching your new vlogs. I watch all your past videos. Everyone, make sure you like and subscribe. Great guy. That hey, thank you. Appreciate it, Luca. Vihang Viner, you new? What kind of landing page video content would you work would work well for first time top of funnel landing page? I don't funnel anybody. I don't do any landing pages. I did that at the beginning because that's what real estate agents are told. But whenever you try to convert people and squeeze people, they don't want to work with you. So. I eliminate all that shit. I hate squeeze pages. I hate converting people. I hate cold calling. And whenever I do, you know, funnels and landing pages, it, it's just garbage clients. We've sold, you know, actually north of almost 400 homes from YouTube now from people going, oh my God, I love your videos. I can't wait to work with you. So again, if you bring massive value to people doing YouTube videos like we do, you don't need any of that stuff. So I highly suggest no landing pages, no squeeze. I don't want to direct my YouTube viewers anywhere except for YouTube because I want that data and those that analytics. So I can't answer that question really. When I want the quality look, I go Filmoric Pro plus Smooth 5 for iPhone video, land drop to Bluetooth transfer video, phone, that just confuses me. <laughs> 
he he sounds like a guy who knows how to shoot with his videos, but or with his cell phone. But I definitely don't. I don't even know what half that stuff means. Again, I'm just a freaking real estate agent at the end of the day. Before this, I was blue collar. I'm not this like tech. Everybody thinks I'm this tech guy and this video guy. I was building power lines five years ago. I was working on a ranch, you know, five. I didn't even have social media. I just put in freaking reps, shot thousands of videos. I know what works. I know what doesn't. And uh, yeah, nothing fancy here. Literally nothing. Averaging roughly 4,000 subscribers per month. 6,000 a month in income just from YouTube, three to five buyer leads per week. And it all started with me watching every single video this man made. <laughs> Thanks, homie. I appreciate you, dog. I work and am licensed in Houston, not only doing loans and real estate, but primarily as a real estate instructor. Can I work with you? LOL. Love what you're doing, homie. Shoot me an email. I'm up for anything. Definitely. Thanks. I love your answer on the landing pages. What's your outlook on performance of NAP? on YouTube for overall SEO? Does uh, the type of music, audio levels, et cetera, make a big impact on search score? No, and I don't know what NAP is. I've never, you might have to go a little bit on that, but let's talk about this type of music, audio levels make a big impact on search score? Absolutely not. What it can have a massive impact on is your average view durations. Early on, a lot of my vlogs I would put a lot of music in them, tons and tons of music. And sometimes I would have it really loud and the comments would pour in, dude, turn your music down. And the average view durations on those were typically pretty low. So yeah, you don't want to have just music throughout it and loud and obnoxious because it's just annoying for people. So yeah, you're like, at the end of the day, I, I'm going to come to your city and I'm going to kick your ass because I'm just going to shoot better, longer videos. That's, I've been talking for an hour now. I know average view durations. I know my search traffic percentages. I know my suggested traffic you know, percentages, browse. I know average view duration lengths that I absolutely am shooting for. I've learned that if I can just shoot the best long videos, I'm gonna rank number one, I'm gonna outrank you, and I'm gonna start getting suggested everywhere. And that's the recipe for just killer YouTube channels. Thank you for the camera and Zoom advice. I really like shooting outside. I am about to do three living in cities vids. Uh, any advice before I go get a GoPro for outside long videos? So with a GoPro, just go to Amazon and type in like GoPro vlog kits. They make such cool stuff now to where you can, I mean, they even have like, you can literally get a mod case that holds the GoPro, has a speaker in it, holds it. You can ha hit play buttons. I don't go obsessive. My Frankenstein's just a cheap little tripod so I can set it up if I need to. Uh, but you're going to want an external mic. So definitely look at Rode Video Micro, so R-O-D-E. There is another one that looks just like it on Amazon, and you need a GoPro microphone attachment. You have to buy the one from GoPro. It's like 50 bucks. Definitely, if you're going to go GoPro, make sure you get an external microphone. I love the Rode Video Micro. Any chance us EXP guys who aren't in your downline can get in on coaching videos? Well, absolutely, but unfortunately, you gotta pay for it. The good news is we've made programs available for every and anybody, but the people who directly partner and sponsor with us, they get our, our courses and everything for free. So that's just how it works. You know how it is. That's the value we add to our downline. That's why they're all growing so much. They join us to get that coaching and get that help. But yes, you can go to channeljunkies.com and we offer coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, we offer courses and we offer do it for you services. So you guys go check out channeljunkies.com. Thanks for the Ecamm Live. I used Windows OSB. Yep, OSB is another one. Did a 15 minute video on new listings spent on speculation to five clients. Got 1.2 million under contract. Video learning here is more than just YouTube. There we go. 
It is more than just YouTube. You guys should be leveraging video every day. Thanks, man. I needed to hear all of that. I got too stuck in the tech shit and I got to keep it simple when get what counts quality and consistent over content or of content. That's the name of the game, homie. When I first started, I got into real estate broke as a joke and I was paying videographers $1,200 to $1,500 to have this high gloss, incredible video. It was a minute and a half long. I posted it to Facebook. I got nothing from it. It took two and a half weeks to get. All I did was sit there and talk about myself for a minute and a half and it was perfect and it was scripted. Absolute horseshit. Didn't get anything from it. Now, I literally wear t-shirts, shorts, socks and Crocs. I just talk in video. Uh, I use freaking GoPros outside. That's it. That's all I've ever done. I've shot thousands of videos with it. I've traveled the country and in less than three years, we've sold almost 400 homes from those. I don't spend a dime and I hate converting people. They all call us and want to work with us. So that's why I can hand these deals off. I don't even have to answer the phone calls because when you create that value, which is answering the consumer's questions, which that means they're going to a search engine. That's why I don't even use Facebook or Instagram. I want to get to people who actually search out content. I answer their questions. They either like me or they don't. The people that like me call me and we close them up. Cool, man. Understand that wraps us up. That's been one hour. Incredible live. Put it in your calendars. Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Central Time. I don't miss it. You come ask me anything. I will be here every Wednesday at 1. So put it in your calendars. Right now I'm hopping off. Go to your podcast platform. Type in Channel Junkies YouTube for real estate and subscribe to that podcast. Start with the walk and talks. There's 40 of them now, I think. Listen to those. I guarantee it'll change your life. It's all free content. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast, but you're going to want to listen to those. And if you want to learn about partnering with us, everything that I've talked about, I'm going to take you to the next level, free coaching, courses for free. I don't, no cost, no splits. Shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. And until the next live, homies. We'll catch you later. Are you wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at eXp Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.